The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Podcast, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we can all learn to eat better, but when we don't, it might be time to detox that gut with a cleanse. So listen close to find out. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town. But first up, Christy Acuna is a holistic nutritionist specializing in natural health care who's been practicing for 14 years and who also is celebrating her own practice for the last decade. Christy has helped numerous clients by designing a specialized nutrition program. Her specialty areas are skin problems, hormones, gut balance, sleep, energy, weight loss, and mood support. Sign me up, by the way. So today we're talking about proper detoxification as it relates to gut health. And gut health. Yeah, the, even the sound of it. I know where we're going with this, <laughs> Christy. <laughs> I've interviewed you before, so I'm going to just break out and just ask you. I, it's not necessarily about me. I'm going to actually blame my family. <laughs> I'm going to blame my husband and my son. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe you're having me back <laughs> after this. But I like it because you get right down to business. But um, getting rid of bloating and smelly gas. What? How do people get rid of this? Do, I know. How do I men know. in my life get rid of this? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love We all blame it on the men. Right. How do the, your men in your life get rid of the bloating and smelly gas? <laughs> All right. Well, don't first, eat Mexican food. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? Actually, Mexican food's not that bad as long as you know what to order. Oh. See, I can eat anywhere okay. as long as I know what to order. Um, here's the thing. You need a good, proper functioning gallbladder. Okay. You need good, proper intestinal function, and you need excellent gut microbiome. Well, okay. How do we get there? <laughs> Good. Excellent question. Let's dive down that rabbit hole. <laughs> so, um, of course, I would suggest, of course, you need to send your men to me so that I can muscle test them and see exactly what's their priority. What is the root cause to causing all their gas? Because everyone's problem is different, right? It could be parasites causing it. <laughs> it could be yeast causing it. It could be viruses. It could be bacterias. And these are all pathogenic bugs that are bad bugs, an overgrowth of bad bugs out of control, behaving badly. So when we're eating foods and we're farting, it isn't, that means the food's not being digested. And then it can become putrefied in the gut system. So, and then those bugs they are so smart. I mean, absolutely so smart. They'll do anything just to eat the flesh. I mean, <laughs> they're trying to kill you. That's the point of them. And they're eating your foods. And oh that can God. cause a lot of digestive distress. Yeah. And you're just painting a picture here. And it's just like. Yes. Just okay. Oh, one more thing. Sorry. No. <laughs> I was just going to tell you. Yeah. Um, Lack of stomach acid. That's really a big place where it starts. And I'll tell you, you can go up to your husband. It's your husband and son. Not that <laughs> you're trying to call him out. I'm going to say my son. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what if he listens? Be safe. I'm be safe. In the doghouse, right? That's true. Same. Or maybe it's my son's friends. Whatever. It's, you know, they're guys. They're kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You can go up to your son, ask him to stick his tongue out, and look if there's white on that tongue. Mm. Now, if it's pink, that's a good sign. It doesn't mean that there's no yeast in the body. But if it's white or any white on their tongue, that means it's systemic. Really? And then that 
pretty much means there's lack of stomach acid. It doesn't mean there's none, but there's probably a pretty good deficiency of stomach acid. And it looks like white anywhere, just mm-hmm. like... It could no. be white patches. It could be thick white. Have you ever heard of the term thrush, like yep. with babies? Yep. That's, That's what, what it that looks. Is. It's similar. Oh, my god. It could gosh. be thin layer. It could be thick layer. Right Here's no, another... <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah, all, do, like, looking. Well, there's, there's another test, too, that you could do. So there's a test to see low stomach acid, and then there's a test to also see if you have candida. Um, And actually, I know this is funny because a lot of people listen to Dr. Oz. I mean, he has some good things sometimes, but Dr. Oz uh, approves this test too (laughs) about the candida. So sometimes people like to hear that or need to hear that. So the test is a water test. You're going to get a glass of water. So have your son get a glass of water. You're going to have him lean over first thing in the morning and hock a loogie in there. I mean, he can just spit, but <laughs> hock a loogie is more fun and dramatic. Right, right. And then what does that tell? What and what that tell? tells is he's going to check that every 15 minutes for the first hour. And if he sees within that, you know, seconds or minutes, any tendrils or strings going towards the bottom of that glass, that's positive for an overgrowth of bad yeast in the body. Uh, that's mm-hmm. another way to test it. Yeah. Anything clouding in the glass, like a tornado of spit. And it, it looks gross. It turns gross. So that's a great little test. Should um, it should it be a different color or what? I mean, d- does that make any difference no. either? Okay. If so it's if rainbow, just... take them to the ER immediately. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then we're worried about that. Then we're worried okay, about yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Well, that's an interesting <laughs> test too. Oh, well. Okay. So let's talk a little bit going back to the stomach. Yes. Uh, that stomach acid. How do we get rid of that? How do you get rid of the stomach acid? Yeah, no, no, no. You don't want to get rid of it. Oh, you want okay. to add like, some. Yeah, because it's the lack of stomach acid. Yes. So how do? Sorry about that. So how do we get more? Sorry. How do you get more? Good. I love that question. <laughs> okay. So one, you can do a test that I do in my office to see if just one part that I do to see if there's a lack of stomach acid is right here in the diaphragm area on the left part of the rib. If you go down, if you go to the center, mm-hmm. so you're at your stomach and you go up where it stops at that upper diaphragm area in the rib. Go down about an inch on the left part of your rib. And when you do it to yourself, you don't exactly feel as much, but you can have somebody else do it and apply a lot of pressure on that rib. You want to, and you'll want to be laying down and have somebody apply pressure, but you want to give a good amount of pressure because you want to see if there's tenderness, Mm -hmm. mild tenderness, medium tenderness, or severe tenderness. And if there's like, uh, like that, or the eyebrows are crunching and (laughs) you know, you've got, that's tender. That is a good sign of uh, lack of stomach acid. Now, how you replenish that, number one way, my favorite way is through the company I work with, Standard Process. Um, Standard process is sold through healthcare practitioners. Uh, We need to know how the body is functioning before recommending any type of supplement. So it's really important to be in the hands of somebody who knows what they're doing. So uh, Standard Process has Zypan, which is hydrochloric acid and pancreatic enzymes. And they also make a supplement called betaine hydrochloride, which is straight stomach acid for somebody who's very deficient. So this is a great topic because people who have Heartburn, acid reflux, um, GERD, major problems with the stomach and stomach acid mostly are told you make way too much acid, you need to be on an antacid. So they're put on these omeprazoles, which are PPIs, Zantac, um, all these antacids that are turning off their faucets for making acid. Hmm. And then they're eating this junk food that is diminishing more of their stomach acid. So now we've got bugs that are swarming in the gut. Hmm. We've got bloating and gas because this body doesn't have the juices and lack of enzymes to digest the food. 
And then you got one big bloat and fart mess. <laughs> and they stink. <laughs> yeah. They're foul. That's true. <laughs> and then we've got liver. That's where the um, foul piece can come in, too. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. What a mess. Yes, I yeah. know. <laughs> I know. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not terrible. It's not um, terribly difficult to fix these things. It's just a matter of really accepting where it's at and wanting to get help for it right. and being open and committing to my program. And so with um, these, as you're mentioning, these um, uh, supplements, uh, like from the you know, standard process, how long does that take to see to, to go into effect? Well, it takes 15 minutes to digest. So, okay, so, however long <laughs> so I would say mm -hmm. maybe, I mean, sometimes people feel it, you know, within a day or two, mm -hmm. sometimes it can take a week for their body to start adapting and adjusting. But honestly, it doesn't usually take that long. But it depends on what area. So let's say, for example, your son came in and we found we've got a pituitary that was nutritionally stressed. So in the muscle testing, it was weak. We have a stomach that was stressed, weak. We have a liver that was weak and also a gallbladder, right? And so then we look at the priority. So I asked the body, well, which is the priority? And it is the gallbladder. Then for him, I might not start off with stomach acid. I'd probably start off with, we need to start uh, supporting the gallbladder function, thinning the bile and supporting proper fatty digestion. Okay. Yeah. Cause that might be what's causing his gas. <laughs> That's why it is awesome that it's specifically tailored to each individual. So is it diet that causes the lack of stomach acid? Is it too much sugar, not enough veggies? What is it that's causing that? Not Great question. It's diet. Okay. It is absolutely diet and stress. Right. Mm -hmm. If we are in a um, really stressful job, it is absolutely going to start diminishing our production of hydrochloric acid mm -hmm. because stress is constantly creating inflammation and getting us to pr our bodies to produce cortisol. And cortisol is an inflammatory hormone if it becomes too high. All hormones can never be too high and they can never be too low. And when they are, that's where the problems begin. They need to be nice and balanced. And I'm making these hands yeah, you are flowing. <laughs> yeah. Right in the middle. Your music, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So um, your diet, eating too much carbohydrates, um, a lot of fried foods, sugar, mm -hmm. absolutely. It will start diminishing. And as we age, it's natural for our bodies to start lessening these productions, but right. we are accelerating. Okay, so B. it does accelerate mm -hmm. after that age. Okay, this is an interesting um, question, but needs to be asked. <laughs> what does it mean when poop leaves a mark in the bowl after flushing? Oh, such a great question. I know everybody <laughs> is like, yes, yes, that, that's what happens to me. Like, what, what's the answer, Christy? So the answer is, is that you've got too heavy of fats unhealthy fats and sugar in the diet and it's what's leaving residue that's it, the poop is too heavy it's leaving residue and you have poor gallbladder and liver function the fatty digestion part of the body is not functioning optimally so i mean i would use typically af beta food or beta food i mean there's a plethora of gallbladder and liver supplements i would look at for each individual but um if somebody is apprehensive and not ready for you know what i do try doing some raw beets i don't mean beet juice i mean raw beets actually buy a beet clean it off cut the stem make sure you wash the leaves because you're going to want to eat the leaves in a salad the beet leaves and the beet help to thin the bile and support gallbladder function. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, globe artichokes are also another one as well that can be helpful. And if those two things don't work very well, 
then get your butt in my office. <laughs> <laughs> Go see Christy. Go see me. So what uh, what should we do about uh, acid reflux or heartburn? You kind of touched a little bit on that. But Ooh, that great question. Mm-hmm. So um, every case is going to be different, right? So the severe cases, there's steps that we have to take. We, you know, some may have ulcers. So we're not just going to, you know, pound in some stomach acid because they'll start to burn. Mm-hmm. So we need to heal and repair if there's any holes or ulcers because your stomach has linings. Believe it or not, we've got a stomach that makes the stomach acid, but we also have a epithelial and mucosal lining in that stomach that protects our stomach from our own acid. Mm. So when those lines get eaten through or worn down, that's when the problems begin. Inflammation happens and we've got leaky gut and poor digestion function. So with someone that's on like Rolaids, um, Tums, Mm. you know, typical antacid over the counter things, I'm trying to think of what's the one, um, no, um, I think it's Zantac. There's a commercial that says, eat your way and treat your way. <laughs> it, it emphasizes, I think it's Zantac, and it emphasizes for you to eat however the heck you want, and this is going to be your Band-Aid. Oh. So you can live your life and do whatever you want. So it's the worst thing, but a lot of people are on that. And live like that. Live like that. Mm-hmm. So um, taking some stomach acid, taking mm. some hydrochloric acid, can really help to alleviate. If it doesn't and it makes it worse, there's some deeper problems going on, and that's where I come in to really look at, Let's we might need to go about this a little different way for you. Wow. So it, it can be different steps, but adding in stomach acid pill form is a great way to help acid reflux and heartburn. It's very interesting information. Hold on just a moment. Don't go away. We will be right back with Christy. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market podcast. And we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for podcast and listen to past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with holistic nutritionist Christy Acuna. And we're talking about proper detoxification as it relates to gut health. And you know what? We were just talking about this leaky gut. What the <laughs> heck is leaky gut? This term is getting passed around and everybody's talking about and it. it. And right. you know what? It's a real thing. It, it is. is very real. It sounds awful. And it is. And a lot of times symptoms of leaky gut are autoimmune. They are skin problems, the psoriasis, the eczema. They're Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid problem. Um, they're a lot of autoimmune. 
I, I can't think off the top of my head of some other autoimmune, but there's a lot of autoimmune diseases and a lot of them are stemming from gut problems because there is a whole hormone gut connection, just like the brain gut connection. It's a hormone gut connection. Now, leaky gut comes from poor digestive function. It happens when you don't have enough stomach acid. Everything I've talked about in today's podcast leads to leaky gut. Not having enough stomach acid, not having enough enzymes, not having an intact intestinal system with our epithelial lining and mucosal lining. We need nice little villi they're like, look like little fingers in the gut that grab onto the nutrients, right? A lot of times those are laying flat mm. when we want them nice and floating and grabbing our nutrients. Um, all those things, poor liver function. When your liver and kidneys can't properly detoxify all the toxins within the cell and all that debris, it creates a lot of inflammation, and a lot of problems. And then we come back to the viruses. We come back to the parasites, the yeast, the bacterias, and the whole gut microbiome. And when those are out of control, and like I said, behaving badly, mm -hmm. latching on to those linings of the walls in the intestinal system, in the liver, and the entire system, and you start feeding them, and you eat sugar and refined carbohydrates, right? Like a lot of wheat flour, a lot of breads, a lot of pastas, um, a lot of sugars, such as candies, pastries, fruits. Many people think that I'm only talking about bad sugars. I'm talking about good sugars as well. When you have a gut microbiome that has bad yeast and you've got an overgrowth and there's problems there, you got to really watch your fruits too. I've seen many fruitarians. So it, you've got to really watch the sugars coming from anywhere. And that's a really good point because really we think we always hear fruits and vegetables in the same vein. So Exactly. And that's a good thing that you yeah. separated that. Um, what about if I were to do or we were to do a three-day cleanse? Is that Does that mean we just start over, wipe the slate clean, and um, we're renewed again? That's a great question because that's very popular right now, right? Mm -hmm. There's all like ritual, there's mm -hmm. pressed juicery, there's a lot of places that sell juices. I will tell you, I don't recommend a juice cleanse one bit. That's, that's, that's my, what, that's, I don't recommend that. Um, by the time you're done in a three day juice cleanse, it's about a hundred grams of sugar a day. Mm. So you need to be eating foods that actually you need to start chewing because when you start chewing, that's where digestion starts in the mouth. You need the salivary glands producing those enzymes. You need the whole action to happen. So by eating the broccoli, by eating the cauliflower, by eating the Brussels sprouts, by eating the green leaf romaine, by eating these foods, it starts activating the stomach acids to start producing, the enzymes to start making, and the gut to get ready to start digesting. Then you've got these foods, they start liquefying, we've got good, let's pretend we have good stomach acid, good gallbladder function, and then it makes it down into the intestinal system and the large intestine where you're about to poop out. Um, it's able to scrape the linings of the walls. These mm. foods have these enzymes and these components to them that scrapes the linings of the walls to rid the yeast, the parasites, and the viruses and bacteria that are causing holes in the gut. Mm -hmm. okay. um, so that is a really good point because nobody really has touched on that about the chewing functions and then that, that whole digestive tract. Yeah, we forget. We're busy. Right. <laughs> well, and you, but you really explain that. Like it needs to go through every bit of that function. Awesome. And so when you're talking about also the cruciferous uh, yeah. <laughs> veggies and why those are so important and just very. that whole cleansing part of it too. Yeah, they're very sulfur-containing veggies and that's can really help the liver to detox properly. Yeah. 
Um, so what about um, let, uh, anything else that you can talk about? So that that goes for not just juice cleanses, but any kind of cleanses or those intermittent, because that's also really popular right now, those intermittent cleansing. Like fasting. Or fasting, maybe. That's what Fa- it is. Fasting can be a good thing. I'm not against fasting. I'm only against fasting if your blood sugars in your body is not in a space for that yet. We need to work up to getting there. Just like in cleansing, people will come in on their initial consultation, and they're like, I need to do a cleanse. And I'm looking at their symptoms. I'm doing my evaluation. I've done the brain span, the muscle testing. Um, If they brought in blood work, I've looked at it and I'm like, no way. You are not in a position to do a cleanse. Your body's too weak and you're not strong enough. So we need to start prepping the body to get strong, to be able to handle a cleanse. So a cleanse with me would consist of a protein powder with cleansing um, components in it. And that's um, my famous 28-day detox. I love that one. It's one of my favorites because you can eat a lot. You're able to eat some animal protein. You can eat eggs, chicken, beef, fish. Um, you can turkey. You can also have. You can have some grains. I'm really not a big grain advocate because of the way they're hybridized, um, the way that they are crossbred and grown today. It does not uh, do well in our our guts. So I'm really not a big grain person, but if you want to do a little bit of quinoa, you're able to do that on the cleanse. You can do a little bit of fruits. I am a total fruit terminator. I'm like, I'm like a sugar terminator. So I'm like, if you're going to do fruit half a cup daily, that's it. And we're going to make it berries. So I really keep the sugar down because most people that are coming in are ill. Mm-hmm. They're they're And when I say ill, it doesn't mean that you can't get out of bed. It just means they've got headaches. They've got bloating. They've got farting. They've got acne. They've got hormone problems. So walk so. me through um, a, a, a great um, meal plan. Oh, okay. Okay, like a daily meal plan for somebody like... Uh, you know, after the cleanse, after you've looked at all of these, the, the blood work and everything else, and you say, okay, and I think you talked about maybe you have recipes or you may have some of these. Yes. But so what does that look like? You've talked about eliminating sugar and fruits. Yes, what does yes. It look and, like? and don't be afraid of me. <laughs> no, I <laughs> With el- eliminating all those because I'm not boot camp and it's not boot camp where you're eliminating everything and eradicating it day one. Mm-hmm. It's little by little. Right. right. So what does it look like? It looks like keeping your fruit low. I always suggest I wouldn't do any more than half a cup a day. And actually, that's pretty lenient. I'm usually like quarter cup. Okay. Right. So protein shakes are fine as long as I know the ingredients of it. Um, I use standard process, so I use their SP complete. Um, I love their whey, which is in. I have their whey protein and their SP complete. Every time you drink that, it's a gentle detox to the liver and kidneys and gut system. And their whey has inulin and colostrum in it. Mm. Colostrum is from mother's milk. So that's there to improve the immune system, which 80% of your immunity is in your gut. So just with those protein powders, I, I really love those. So if someone likes a protein shake, I give them recipes for that. So a protein shake would be fine. In, ooh, excuse me. A protein <laughs> shake would be fine in the morning um, or any meal or, and or as a snack. Um, eggs, bacon, um, using butter to cook your eggs in, using the bacon grease, lard. Mm. That would be a great thing to cook your foods in. Lard is one of the best places you can get vitamin D. It's one of the best sources really? for vitamin D. Yes. And ironically, in Sunnyvale, California, we are very uh, vitamin D deficient. Wow. It's pretty ridiculous, actually. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. But so save the grease that you've made your bacon, your yep. your bacon in and you can put it into a glass jar. Okay. Put it into like an old pickle jar or any glass jar with a lid. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep mine out on the 
on the counter. Some will put it in the fridge and then it solidifies. So I keep it out on the counter and we're just constantly pouring it in. And then you can use a little to grease the pan Mm -hmm. and you can fry things in it, right? Like a sweet potato. Let's say you want to make French fries, cut up your sweet potato in fry shape Mm -hmm. and put it in the pan with some little bit of salt, a little bit of bacon grease. It's mm. pretty darn good. Yeah. Yeah. So you have these recipes that are um, for, are available for people to see? In, in my office. Okay. I don't have anything on the website okay. yet, I don't believe. Okay. But All I want right. to... I, I, I'm almost positive I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in my... Yes. In my office, yes. Okay. But that gives us an idea of what it. What are the things. So... And then some yeah. of the, the... Obviously, the veggies, too, are a big thing. Yes. Yeah. Vegetables are great. Fruits are fine. Just keeping them in low amounts. Oh. Um, animal protein. Chicken with skin on it. I'm a huge advocate. Your brain is mostly fat. So it's really important to eat a lot of fat. Olive oil. Olives. Avocados. Um... Uh, lard, skin, chicken skin. I mean, there's a lot of good fats. Okay, that's good. Um, okay, next question. And uh, it has to do with anxiety and CBD oil. Um, mm, very popular can, right now. Can that get rid of anxiety, CBD oil? What CB- are your thoughts? CBD oil can be very helpful. Um, in my office, I use something called hemp oil. Mm-hmm. And our hemp oil has a blend of true brock, which comes from broccoli, calamari oil, which is a very high in DHA and omega-3 oil, and then there's the hemp aspect. So with that combination, it's a great anti-inflammatory and works on pain. Now, CBD is not sold internationally. So that's why Standard Process made a hemp oil. But your question was about CBD, but I just wanted to say yeah. that's, that's what I work with. But CBD is actually fantastic. It's a great thing. Hemp oil is a great thing as well. Um, it can really work on the anxiety. It can help mellow you out. But I always find that it's really important while you know taking something to help relieve anxiety, let's uncover what's causing the anxiety. Now, I know everybody has problems. There's always something coming at us, whether mm-hmm. our boss, our partner, our kids, somebody's yanking on the ankle, right, <laughs> needing right. something, causing anxiety with deadlines or whatever. So having some CBD oil can help reduce inflammation and can really mellow down the anxiety so you can get better clarity and focus. But uh, the anxiety can come from poor adrenal thyroid hypothalamus pituitary function. That's that HPAT access again. I was going to say, can you say that again like three times faster? (laughs) It's the HPAT access. And don't forget, I add in the pancreas because the blood sugars regulate all those. Okay part of it. And that is what you were saying that that could be where that anxiety is coming exactly. from and being able to handle that stress or that. Absolutely. There's, there's many, we're all going through stress, mm-hmm. right? Nobody's unique. Yep. Right. Whenever I hear I've got this going on, it's like, okay, you're not mm-hmm. unique, but I empathize right, with right. what you're going through. Right. But what's happening is, is that you have not enough protein, good protein in the mix of your daily regimen. You're waiting way too long to eat your, eat your meals. Right. So you're going, you know, four or five hours in between meals and then you're throwing a workout after work when you're already stressed and you want to rest. Mm-hmm. There's not enough rest time and downtime to re, you know, re um, regenerate, yes. re recharge your batteries and you're on the constant go. So it really has to do with diet and lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It really, really does. So what I do is we look at um, some of the blood tests that we had talked about before, as well as doing the muscle testing. Look at the adrenal function, and we support it through whole food supplementation to support those hormone glands to really help alleviate. Wow, and mm-hmm. that's good. I, I like that you really you work people through the full picture because it is exactly. true. We all have our forms of stress and everything, but um, but it is it's really working with people, educating, yeah. communicating, and um, and making sure that it is the right personal. 
whatever it is, supplement, mineral, whatever it is for them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You hit it. <laughs> great. Well, thank you so much for your time and for the great advice. It's uh, Your knowledge is amazing. So uh, it's great you. you're doing what you're doing. You're following thank your you. passion. Um, for more information on Christy, the website is hncnewport.com. And we look forward for your next visit. Thank you so much. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. 